Oh, oh I just need some oatmeal. I oh, no. stuck, stuck in my teeth. Uh-oh. Yeah. After a hey. start. Yeah, it's going to sound like ASMR as I pick stuff out of my teeth, which is not what you guys came here for. Episode 476. Whoa. We might have had a rocky start, but that's fine. Who cares? That's like everything so in 2020. Right. Oh, it's How like do you feel theme. about the fact that the year is winding down? Does it mean anything to you? Well, I, I certainly know I'm not going to be making any predictions about 2021 because <laughs> let me tell you, that, that, that episode didn't age well. It really didn't. That was that is hilarious to me. People are like, hey, listen, just listen to that episode where you talk about how you're real optimistic. For I mean, that's because we often suffer from over optimism, mm-hmm. but that was our greatest. Yeah, remember mistake. when I was optimistic? Oh my god, that is so our theme. It's so <laughs> funny. We but, always think good things are ahead, and then they're not. I mean, I will say that there are many, like, good things that came from this year. In, you have to, like, focus on things you can be grateful for. I can have oh, those yeah. things, you know. Yeah, like, but the I got, reason you have to be focused love. on that is because, like, otherwise you want to jump off a bridge. Well, yeah, but we don't talk about that part. <laughs> <laughs> At least not on a fun podcast where we talk about brainy stuff and candy stuff. I know you're right. You're right. We'll we'll do our best, but I do think that's funny. Like we have a, f- a few more episodes before we really have to do any kind of t- discussion about the new year. But I think yeah. we should start prepping now. Yeah. Well. Yes. Yeah. You got to. Me- I got to mentally prep. I do like your idea of choosing a theme for the uh-huh. year, like a year of, and yeah. So I I'm gonna try to think of what my theme will be, and maybe <laughs> okay, the next. Okay. We'll both think of that. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are interested in maybe joining our Patreon, this is a, a video version will be available of this episode on yeah, our Patreon. Yeah, and I'm so glad you just reminded me because I was definitely getting nervous about 2020 or 21, and I just sat here picking at my fingernail, and then I'm like biting my nails on camera, <laughs> and then as soon as you said that, I was like, oh shit, you're right. Oh, glory. I gotta like sit on my hands. I know, but like, yeah, I'm allowed to do what I want, what ifs, but like I'd like to, you know, not. Yes, if you because I have some images that I'll pull up, and oh, then yeah. also you just get to see Sarah's reactions, which I mean that's money well spent if you ask me. There you go. Yeah, okay. I did give you those. Not so good you, for my wrinkles. Money well spent on my. I was just Botox. thinking how bad I need Botox. Look at that. I, I like right. whatevs. I think I'm embracing it because here's the thing. I'm I have not dyed my hair in now. I think over a year. And we're we're like we're just running with it, and so I'm gonna like turn into a gray-haired lady soon because they're popping up. I think that's cool. I like that approach. I'm not as self-assured. I think so. I'm not ready. I to don't go know if it's natural. self self assured assured assuredness, but uh, as much as it is uh, laziness. <laughs> well, and, yeah, like, but not that's being able to get thing. appointment. Your self-assurance is not Assurance, enough that's the word I was looking for. to like, be more than your vanity or insecurity or whatever, okay, or yeah. your laziness, whatever. Yeah, or that. <laughs> for me, there, mm-mm. Mm-mm. no matter how lazy I get, I still have to do all that stuff. Yeah, but I you, don't got, you got Adam who will do it for you or somebody. You know. I wish he could do yeah. Botox. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Adam, I need for- you to go get your RN. <laughs> Become an RN. First of all... I was surprised on the last episode that you did not bring this topic up, so then it left it for me. The mysterious monolith. Oh, you know why? Because I like 
I know if I started <laughs> to investigate, yeah, I wouldn't get much of my evening back. Yes. And I have like Christmas shopping to do. I got like <laughs> work. I'm book solid until you know until that stuff is done. So pl- I'm so excited yeah. that you can fill me in on all the details. I mean, okay. you know, my instincts always going to be alien. Did you did you already see the the image of it, the picture? Yes, because I sent I put one in the chat so you could see it. Because oh. I'm going to pull it up on the screen so they can see it. You can't yeah, yeah, see yeah, that yeah, one, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'll pull that up. Let's see. Here we go. Yeah. Um, okay, so this structure that you can see on the screen if you're watching on Patreon is this mysterious, seemingly metallic, phallic structure mm-hmm. that appears. Aren't they all? <laughs> like, if you were to if you were to like put ca- put Aren't all structures <laughs> into a category of like sexual slash phallic or non sexual slash phallic, I will also say the. San Onofre, uh, that, that, oh, what is it? It's a nuclear, like, power plant that's in San Clemente, California. It looks like two boobs. That also gets put in the category right. of sexual. Yes. But most of them would go, fall into that category. True. Well, this is no exception. Cheesy, and crazy. it has appeared, as if from nowhere, in the Utah desert, um, in a very remote part of whatever desert. They're kind of being um, mysterious yeah. about where it is, exactly, because they don't want people Extra coming. mystery. But, like, if you search the hashtag on Instagram, there are people that have gone there, and they'll give you the coordinates of, like, where you got to go. So it's yeah. not, like, that yeah. big of a mystery. Yeah. Okay. So the first time I read about it, it was just the park rangers or whoever discovered it. And we're like, question mark. And people were speculating whether it was this um, artist named McCracken because he has other works that are similar. But he's dead. So it's like if he did it, he can't say yes or no anyway. And I think he died. I think he died in 2011. And the people that are looking like on Google Earth, they're looking over time. And they think it didn't arrive till 2016. It's been there for a minute? I think so. But it ain't there anymore. I know. So somebody moved it. I didn't know it had been there for that long. This is the weird thing. Okay. (sighs) Questions. Okay. Yeah. I knew this was going to get you excited. (laughs) I know. The one in Utah looks different. Than the one in Romania. It Don't does. they? Do you think the Romanian one's just a copycat? Yeah. Because I was going to say, after I read that article, then I read the article about how this one disappeared. This looks, ve- they look very different. Did, did The other one got dismantled and taken away, right? Romanian? No, no, no. The one in, what happened to the one in Utah? They don't know. <laughs> Well, at least nobody's saying. How long after? Oh, mysteries. Okay, so you think this was an alien? No, I don't. Don't know. (laughs) I need. I need a close up because here's the thing. I saw. I just saw an image of the metal one that's in that they had in Romania that then disappeared, and it looked like you could see the swirls. Of a grinder, like a automatic, like an electric sander or something okay. that would polish it real smooth. 
Mm-hmm. It did not look like that on the one in Utah. Yeah, and the one guy that went to it um, said on Instagram that it was um, hollow. Like if you knocked on it, he said it sounded like a cardboard box. It Because I imagined it was going to be like this really heavy, solid thing, but it isn't, or it wasn't. Who were the people that found it? These guys, right? These dudes. They just like work for the land management. And oh, they, they saw do? It, yeah, they saw it from the air. Oh, this wasn't like some guys came across it and like, no, no, okay, no funny business. Wow. Okay, so then they find it, discover it. Then what happens? Then I thought that this one was the one that then was gone. And the way that the land management people said it, it to me sounded like maybe they had done it because they were Mm -hmm. just like, it's not there anymore. But I don't know who took it or where it went. So we still don't know? I don't. From the articles I read. Oh, and you're very good at... Do you think it's just an artist that's, like, funny and silly and does... Because you know how we feel about them. So, because I I think what matters is the timeline of how things were found out. Because if it's very convenient that it disappears right after it becomes public. Mm -hmm. But then, like, what... Obviously, that would lead to more people... Attempting to do something with it, even if it wasn't the person right. that put it there. What do you think it is? I think it's some dumb uh, artist who some... thinks he's really clever, and it's definitely a he. And definitely. <laughs> like, right, because you know how like they do um, the when they're trying to look for a serial killer, they do like the profiling where it's yeah. like it's, yes. it's a man between. Yes, we yes. need to do that with this. You're a criminal. Pro- yes, you are definitely profiling. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Yeah. Um, I'm just now I'm thinking about food because like I'm staring at my empty bowl of oatmeal right here. <laughs> that was a disappointing lunch you had there. I like your bowl well, though. Oh thanks. Yeah. It's black and, and I you know, I just found a, a set of really nice like black dishware online and I sent it to my brother because like he got a new house and blah blah. And he was like, you know, my experience with black dishware is that it always gets scratches on it. These ones never ever. So they're good yeah. ones. Yeah, they're good ones. Shout out to these guys. I don't even know what shout, it is. Shout out to these guys. To these bowls. I got them at Urban Outfitters. Interesting place to buy dishware. But there you there go. There you go. But now okay. I'm hungry because we were talking about HelloFresh and thinking about food and, you know. Yeah. So I'm very curious about this monolith. I mean, I've looked at the I need to see a close-up picture. It's probably some artist, but I definitely think the one in Romania, uh, are, like, I don't know. I, I feel like. Uh, 
they got too much time out there or not enough time out there. I don't know what it is because, like, Ooh. every time – people in Romania and, like – because <laughs> that's where a lot of – or Russia, I don't know where it is. Where a lot of the videos online that I see that come up in my Instagram feeds because this is what I like looking at late at night are nail videos, people doing, like, the manicures and, like, nails and, like, the crazy stuff. They're yeah. always from, like, Russia or Romania or mm-hmm. – so I'm like, what do you what, – you, <laughs> you got time, time to spend hours on nails and then put up random artwork in the middle of nowhere. That and now just they're flying to, to Utah and dumping their crap here. I don't think it's, I think it's two different people. Yeah, I do too. It's and a I also think there's no explanation that I would be excited about. Don't have me people in aliens. Romania and Russia. <laughs> yeah. I just think, why do I care? It's not aliens. I don't know. I never put aliens out of the question i feel like did you see obama being interviewed by oprah i think I it was i saw I knew a little that it bit happened, of it but I yeah didn't see it. and she asked him about aliens or ufos or something like that and he was like i can't talk about that no uh-huh i was like he said that yeah I was like, can't discuss that Oh, my God. I am into it. I know. Well, because he knows they exist. Everyone knows secretly. He knows. Why is it? Yeah. Why is it? uh, Because we can't handle that yet. We can't even handle a virus, let alone outside invaders from another country. They're probably walking the Earth. Not country. Universe. Space. Galaxy. I don't know. Planet. Wherever people from outer space come from. Hey, what was that? I'm changing the subject. What was that um, sport you thought you'd be good at? Uh, Losing. Bobsled. Oh, okay, okay, Bobsled. Okay, Bob. Not luge. That's crazy. I'm not insane. Bobsled. What's the difference? A lu- the downhill luge is like when you're on that Lay single down. thing, uh-huh. that basically like a skateboard. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And didn't one person die one year at sure. a few years ago going around a turn at the... Lo- <gasps> oh God. Okay, what's, what's Why the did you change the subject to luge? Well, because I, I was going to talk about this woman, but she was... What's the difference between those and skeleton? I think that is skeleton. Oh, what's a luge and what? They're related, right? Yeah, they're, like they're definitely like they're. They, I I think they're every decade we're just making the the contraption that they fly down on smaller and smaller. They're just going to be like floating on four wheels in ten years. Well, luge, the head. The, and, there was an article about this lady who was supposed to go or was an Olympian or supposed to be an Olympian. Um, in skeleton mm-hmm. and, and then she had a brain injury and it was really harrowing to read her story because basically it's absolutely not safe. Nobody should be doing it. Nope. And definitely not. They're not going to stop because it's like so much revenue and so many people are invested who? in it. Who? Who's paying for the? Where's the revenue coming from? Is there a big audience for this no i i don't think there's a big audience but any olympic sport right right generates revenue and athletes or gets bombed whatever i don't know so she was just like she fits into the category we had talked about where it's not like she dreamed of doing skeleton her whole life she was like another kind of athlete and then she was recruited in england to do that because i guess she had the body type or something oh they were doing that we read about that yes. in, the, in the sports gene. Right. They recruited I think a teacher she for was rowing, amongst... and she ended up winning five five medals. 
Yes. <laughs> this was like that. <gasps> so she experienced like where you fly off and then you get a head injury like several times. Okay. And also the difference between the two is that uh, luge, you go on your back and skeleton, you go on your stomach face first at at speeds up to 90 miles an hour. Right. Hell to the motherfucking no. It says, she and her coaches appear to have misinterpreted and ignored symptoms for years that suggested she was likely experiencing a mild brain injury nearly every time she careened headfirst down a oh, track. Oh, God. This should her be illegal. Head shaking and bouncing as the sled ah! zooms along at 75 miles per hour. Ah! Ah! Isn't it's, that terrible? Terrible. Terrible. And then it said, after a series of deaths from overdoses, suicides, and health problems among other former athletes, the International Bobsled and Skeleton Federation, the world governing body for these sports, has been grappling with mounting evidence that sliding sports pose long-term danger to brain health. They call it sledhead. Okay. We're not doing that. So, you know, luckily my laziness and... Uh, not going on the mountain and taking up this sport has kept my brain safe so I can do this show. That's I terrifying, like, Suze. Like you said, not it's not like a team sport, basketball, football, something, where a lot of people are involved in making money. Why are we doing this? Let's cancel this. No, and also, okay, so like sports have their origin in at a certain point of t- in time, like luge, like Bob's, bobsledding and all that stuff probably wasn't that fast because we weren't able to use the modern technology and the advances that we have we should not be doing it at that speed it's my argument for why we shouldn't make pot stronger either because it shouldn't be just keep it like mild people don't go crazy it's not supposed to be consumed at those crazy levels what levels like okay so like weed now is much stronger it's been like bred really like pollinated or cross-pollinated or whatever it is called to be stronger and to have Mm -hmm. higher concentrations of the stuff that like thc and all that kind of stuff and you feel like it shouldn't be like we shouldn't be like like i think that that yeah i think we're just like you're like that's natural that's like let's just like cool it people like you know because because there are more like dangerous i don't want to say like bad things can happen and be all like, don't, you know, what ifs, but it's it just absolutely, not necessary. no, those, yeah, it does. I think things at that level does things to the brain. I know that, that it does. So don't yeah, do that shit. Well, I mean, I just, and I think I with mean, bobsledding too, we shouldn't have made it go 90 miles an hour. I guarantee yeah, when that sport was in its early, it, like infancy and in its creation, what were they topping out at 20 miles an hour, whatever. <laughs> it basically was like the Matterhorn at Disneyland. <laughs> Right. That it wasn't supposed to be this. Now mm-hmm. we're just pushing it to the extreme with all hu- with what humans do and making it. And oh god, I just think it's important that we know the dangers. You know, if you're gonna like do, a, if you're gonna be flying in a squirrel suit, like jumping off those cliffs or like cliff diving, you pretty much know what you're signing up for. You're like, yeah, gravity, got it, and I could like <laughs> hit the bottom. You know, we've been like. I'm yeah, sure you're right. falling out of the sky doesn't do anything much to you besides yeah, that. At minimum, the athletes ought to know the risks. Yes. Yeah, for I agree sure. With you. And then make the decision. 
<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. So I saw this really cool video. I wish I could share the video that I saw, but I'll just share the image of a building building. in Shanghai that's five stories tall and I don't know what the reason is but they needed to move the building and so they oh I'm gonna have to look up this video it's on CNN there was a time lapse of it so it's really cool to watch they attached I don't know how they did it like feet to it and it walked like a person. Oh, I got it right here. We're going to check this out. Hell to the yes. It, the, oh, my god! All these feet were somehow attached to the bottom. And then it took like human strides. That's how it describes it. Like human okay. strides to move the building across town. Okay. I am looking this at this time lapse. I am. Oh, oh, oh. The Look at it thing. go. Just all oh. in one piece. Just walking, walking. How? I just don't get it. It's creeping and crawling across. You know, it looks like, you know what it looks like when you're playing a game like Sims or something like that, which I haven't done like one bajillion years. So maybe it's different. And like you pick up a little like Lego building or whatever they're called. I don't even know the words. And you, and you just <laughs> move it. Oh my gosh. It's walking. It amazes me what ch- the Chinese people can accomplish. Like, they're really good at being, you know, the collective collective uh, society that they are. They're very good at working together and making shit happen. That's crazy looking. And also like, makes, like, sense. But how do they get wonder, it up? Well, they must have, like... Well, first of all, I think about how they must have had to, like... And I can't empty. get the pie crust out of the pie tin all the way... <laughs> And I, come on, when I, I, I can't get the cake out of the cake tin and they can get a freaking building off of the cement ground that they've already formed a, like a foundation on. How do they lift it up? How, how? I know. And it looks I like smooth where they left it. It looks like a computer. Weird. Do you think like they took everything out of the building? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like, do you think they have to like empty the drawers before they move the dresser right. to make it lighter? I mean, what do, do you, you think? think? Kind I of. don't. I feel like at that, like, what do they, does it make that, oh, now Because, like, how do they get the feet on? I don't even know how they got the feet on. <laughs> Ask the building to lift up their leg. Right. Scooch. Scooch. Just come on, right? lift it up just a smidge. Like, how? it's not adding up for me. I'm like, I don't get it. I, I need more than just that video. So first they, yeah. So first they had to, like, get it off the ground. Like, I want you guys to really understand what (laughs) this looks like. It looks like... Mm -hmm. Well, you kind of... Yeah, like like how you would imagine a little... Like a robot would march and, like, different feet move Mm -hmm. at different times. Yeah. So they use what looks like these little boards and it looks like people must 
adjust where the boards are to make the the feet flat. And mm-hmm. I just don't understand how they got it off the ground. Because aren't but like yeah. how are buildings stuck Wait, to the ground? Wasn't there a foundation? Usually buildings this size are relocated using giant slide rails or flatbeds. Okay, I'm looking. But the old school's irregular. Why are people shape? moving buildings anyway? This was a public school that was moved to make way for a city center like building or something. That and they seems needed like to, and they created this. Oh my I think gosh. they're just showing off. Yeah. <laughs> 200 devices that moved it step by step. Really cool, Suze. I love this video. Thank I you. I mean, I think it is cool. I think it's fun to see like technological advances and stuff, but I do feel like maybe that wasn't the most efficient. I don't know. They move it they are saving the building and they say that they're going to just like re well, like right here that I'm looking at right now. It that it's like restoring the building and they, it, to me, it seems like they were recycling it. They're revitalizing the building instead of like, like demolishing it. they could have recycled it. it by letting whoever needs to build there just move in and then they can move their asses. Yeah. Maybe they need to make like a, <laughs> ra- a, a, a tram or something. They couldn't have, and it's a public school. So they they want to save the public school and they just picked it up and shifted it over. And we're like, we're just going to put this right over here. And I we don't have to build I mean, a new it's one. amazing for sure. It really is. But it is teamwork at, at it's, and we're not so good at that over here. That's what I mean. The collective society is really good at getting yeah. shit done. But that, that's one of those videos that it really is fun to see because it like makes your mind go like, what? Yeah. It right. tickles, you know, which by it, the way, did I already talk to you about how I saw the, that video that you were taught that we talked about on the podcast, the haunting, uh, yeah. picture. No, I saw an Instagram that you thought it was. Cool. Holy crap. Ren and I could not wrap our minds around it. And he was like, no, no, I got to share this. This is crazy. This is. And however, I had no idea it was going to do that. I, I just yeah. don't know what I imagined before. And then when I saw it and recog- realized that the picture itself isn't moving, I thought the, I didn't know. Even when you told I me, I, it, it took really me a while to see. What the heck? It makes me think I don't really know anything. What do I know? Don't. I, do? I don't know how to move buildings. I don't know how to make paintings. I just know how to talk a lot. Oh, my God. Let me tell you this story. I have a funny anecdote, but then also I'll tie it into a news thing. Yes. Okay. Okay. The first part is um, in this house that we're living in. <laughs> um, it's a very old house in the woods. And naturally, there are scurriers. Yeah. Oh. Sarah doesn't like, like things, things that, that scurry. Sc- oh. In fact, I was coming out of my apartment today and I saw two things that scurry, one alive, one dead. One gopher. What did you see? That's fine. A gopher, still, the one that bow, there's like a whole bunch in their neighborhood. And then a dead mouse. Okay. Yeah. There's my we, story. We but. have definitely, we have a lot of mice going on. Oh my gosh. And so. A mouse in the house? Lots of them. Mice in the house. In, like, the walls, we can hear them, you know. So we got to catch those guys. (laughs) So we have to catch them, but we don't want to kill them or anything. Hey, Link, we're ditching Pokemon. (laughs) We ain't catching those guys anymore. I got a new thing. We're got to catch them all. Yes. Time to up the game. IRL. We're trying to catch them all. So we got these humane This is Squeakachu. It's a little mouse. (laughs) Squeakachu. 
good one. Oh my god, I'm writing that down. That's really funny. Oh god, the jokes are themselves. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, so we needed to catch these guys, and we got the little humane um, traps. You put food oh, in, they go in, but they can't get good out. Good for you. So we caught like a gazillion, and in order for I'm going to need an accurate number. I think so far five. Okay. Five so or six. It's very far off from a gazillion. I was pe- picturing 40 or 50, but five is too oh many. Oh, my God. There, is definite, there definitely are well, 40 or 50 that's what they the- say. Yeah, and they're, those mice are, you know. It doesn't bother me, though. Like, yeah, I no. know it upsets you, but it doesn't really bother it do- me. Okay, it does upset me. It do- I don't know. <laughs> it does upset me. It does upset okay. me. But I don't care so, about bugs, so we're fine. We're even. We, in order for them to not just, like, come right back in, you yeah. have to take them at least two miles away. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're so, taking mice on road trips. <laughs> Okay, so we pack. Oh up my the god, car. this we is catch, hilarious! We catch a couple mice. We pack up uh, as a family in the car, and we're like, "Let's go to the farm." So what is? Oh, oh, you pack them up as a family of you guys all together. <laughs> I thought you were packing up the mice and Both. you're prepackaging them together as a family. You're like, you better get along. You're essentially creating teeny tiny real worlds situations for all of these mice and dropping them off. You're collecting them from unfamiliar locations. They happen to come together for one like main event just like a a, a casting call I'm if you will you beckoned laughing. them in oh god with, you tempted them with things that sound really exciting they w- they willingly really came funny. and then you just they were like here you go you this is your them. new family live together over there i'm taking you way far away oh my god we lured them with like treats but they didn't know that they were going to lose everything that was near and dear to them it's totally just like guaranteed they don't all like each other you just this collect is- you just five random ones they they're like oh god i'm here with jeff fucking jeff i hate jeff <laughs> jeff i don't even know where my other mice friend are find out what happens when people stop Letting us live in their house. (laughs) When people stop being mice and start being real. (laughs) On real world farm. Okay, so we... (laughs) we I can't take it. (laughs) So we drive them to the farm. (laughs) And And not like the farm in quotes, like when a dog goes to the farm. We went to Swordless Orchards and... Oh my God, you dropped... I'm dying, I'm dying. (laughs) Why aren't we just? Why aren't we just killing them? If we have to, we will. But like controversial you know. statement. Oh my god, I can't breathe. I need to like come down from what breathe. what just happened right now. My like my pulse is up. My cheeks are hurting from laughing. Oh well, god, you I definitely too funny. Totally outdid my joke because I was just telling this story to tell how when we were in the car, I'm like Adam. It just occurred to me that like we 
are the kind of like unwitting, like almost like villains in a Disney film about mice. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like, you exactly were are. the people who they never show like their heads or anything? Just the ankles. And just like, like your feet, and then we know who's coming because they're teeny tiny. They're like not teeny tiny. You're huge, gigantic to them. And oh god, it's terrifying. When we went to the sequoias, and it said on the the giant, the biggest tree, it said, "This is what a mouse feels like when you stand next to a person at six feet tall." Oh. And in that moment, I was like, "Holy crap, people!" are terrifying so you are definitely the monster yeah. that just kidnapped five of these guys you should be like you know that's why they're scurrying because there's a monster trying to take them to a fucking farm but this is like the hilarious thing is that <sighs> this monster is more scared of it it's it's yeah if only the little mouse knew how powerful they were it's true anyway okay. not yours you're you're capturing and but at least releasing not murdering yeah, so far. Okay, oh my so God. that did you ever see Fifel Fifel goes west? Goes and all west. That? What I if know. they're singing that little song together? And Somewhere. Don't I'll, I'll actually cry. I will. I will cry. Oh, here we go. I can feel it. Ah, here it comes. Stop it, right now. There, there, there we go. Oh, don't. Now there you go. Fuckity fuck fuck. Okay. And it only took on. about three notes. It Damn really it. did. My God. I didn't that know you felt this way about five. That is like the I don't know. I used to say, oh God. Nope, can't talk about that. It's that song. Okay. It gets me. Well, this leads me to Lovely. a really cool story I read on in Na- National Geographic about how they found I didn't even know that the Andes were this way, but I guess at certain parts of the Andes it's inhospitable. Um, to life and it can go like 75 degrees below zero. I didn't know that it got that cold. I did not know. What happens at that? What happens at that temperature? Like nothing. And that's why this is incredible because they found that mice are living up there and they cannot figure out how it's possible because there's no life. There is nothing for them to even eat. And they're trying to figure out like, (gasps) and so what if they're eating each other? They've do, they've done that. I had guinea, I had hamsters that ate each other. How does your brain work? Uh, because it gives me references to the past of other things that could be genetically <laughs> close to this animal, and how would it survive if it were on a limited food source? And my brain was like, "Hey, you had things that were genetically close to this that <laughs> were able to survive on a limited food source when you guys went on vacation and somehow forgot to feed it, or maybe mom intentionally did that because she didn't want those rodents in the house anymore." And uh, 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 what was it? Romeo ate Sinbad and Hercules because we put them all in the same cage. <laughs> three kids, three hamsters, two of them dead. So I just think it's not a very far off, like, wow, stretch or, or a leap to go, you know, from the evidence that I have to assuming that there are cannibalistic mice living in the Andes. You're right, but I could have thought about it for three months, and I never would have thought they must be eating. Did each you other. did you have cannibalistic guinea pigs gr- or hamsters growing up? 
can't say that I did, Sarah. There you go. I didn't, you know, our, our okay. mind really only gives us what we know. Well, and they didn't uh, offer that hypothesis oh in the article. They were Tell just to call kind me. of stumped and they were like, some people think maybe the, you know, the wind will blow little scraps of wheat or something up my my explanation seems more plausible than <laughs> totally that it really does <laughs> now that you say it mothers eat their children little rat of uh, little mice okay well they sh- maybe they didn't want to make people think that because they were saying that this when the like, scientists oh. go up there the scientists can only stay for a few minutes because that's how little <laughs> oxygen what are you laughing <laughs> picturing little mice with blood all around like they're white mice in my mind like little like lab mice and they just have they look up and like the researchers like look into a little dead of mice and they look up and it's like and they've got like the big big blood all over just the carcass of one of their friends i can't take it with the fightful thing and now I'm, I'm dead i'm actually dead <gasps> and so oh is that mouse god. oh my god i'm dead Stop. oh <laughs> okay so the um scientists can only stay up there for a few minutes because there's no oxygen so they're like the one the first guy that found one he thought that the mouse just followed him up there and that normally they don't live up there because they just couldn't conceive of it yes but it turns out they actually oh, are living God. up there, and they just don't know what the hell they're eating, and there you go. And there's no other animal. That's right. the thing that's weird. Like, cockroaches yeah. are like, nope. Everything else, nope. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, she's trying to recover and be normal again. I know, I can't. No, I'm also trying to think of what other, if the desert falls in that same category as... Mm. Because, you know, my mind's not giving me additional sure. explanations but if like of mice and their survival skills. But they do survive where it's really, really hot. But then they can do things like go underground. And so, yeah. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras. And Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. So anyway, that's a mystery, and the mice are probably eating each other. Probably. I, I, I really do want to know if they have like entertained that as a possibility i bet you they have sarah and it's funny that they didn't include it probably because the readers would have been like what that's disgusting yeah right but what else could it be i don't know mysteries (laughs) don't know about monoliths know about cannibal mice (laughs) (laughs) okay moving on do you want to hear about why 
uh, let's see, a New York Times article called Happiness Won't Save You or about a telescope in Puerto Rico that is suffering. Oh, a sad telescope. A sad telescope. Or how happiness doesn't really help. Let's hear about (laughs) the feel-good stories. Yeah, let's talk about the happiness one. Okay, so everyone on Twitter kept recommending this article in the New York Times called Happiness Won't Save You, and um, I now see why. It was really insightful, and it was about, do you know the famous psychological study? It ended up being kind of debunked a little bit, but it was the one where they interviewed lottery winners and people who had experienced a tragic accident. And mm-hmm. and then they had a control group, and they were gauging how happy each of those groups were. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one? Not, not the details. Not specifically. The, yeah, yeah, not specifically. So there was, I think it was in the 70s that this came out, and they were trying to determine, like, will money buy you happiness kind of thing. Got it. Or does a tragedy ruin everything? And... Even though the study was flawed, it made us rethink what can provide happiness. And and in their findings, they said that money didn't buy them happiness. And one particular finding was that of all the groups, the accident victims were the likeliest to envision a happier tomorrow. Like they were the most hopeful, Uh Uh which is good. I can totally Um, get that. But what I didn't know about this study was that the guy that did it ended up taking it as his own life and i couldn't believe that and so it was an article oh, well, that's about sad. it's so sad and it was really fascinating to read about how somebody who sought answers about like what can make happiness. you happy really never found it himself well I think that kind of points to there being a real chemical imbalance in that brain that despite the greatest amount of efforts in the same way, you can really, really, really want your blood sugar to be at a healthy level. But if you're diabetic, you're going to need some insulin no matter how much you want it to be. And sometimes even if you adjust for lifestyle, like you're just lifestyle factors. And so it's like sometimes you got to be on medication. Was he on medication? Because well, sounds he like ended really up, severe depression. I'm so sad for him. Totally. And he took his life in 1982. So I think it was before we really had a oh, lot of medical okay. options. For sh- uh, right. Oh, I mean, and what a even shame. therapy and stuff. That's a long time ago for, in terms of, you know, yeah, the medical it, or the, the mental health field. It's true, though, that, you know, so many people that study the brain and happiness even, it's elusive because what we know to be true intellectually doesn't mean we're able to apply it personally. You know what I mean? Like, you even say sometimes, like, what you'll would maybe tell a client it's just different when it's yourself and yeah. you still need to exercise that muscle of like Absolutely. practicing the tips that you give to people and the advice 100%. you give to people. 100%. Like uh-huh. nobody's immune and, from that. And sometimes it's easier for us to even recognize the things that are, uh, it's like we know what we need to work on kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah. 
Doesn't mean we will. No. It means like we want, we know what we need to, and that's the thing that we probably get frustrated in others with the most, but we want to work on. And like we see in others the most, but we don't see in ourselves. Well, and like you often say, a lot of times people that even attempt to go into that field do so because they're trying yes. to work on their that's own. That's what I did. Yeah. 100%. I'm like, oh, I got to know. I got to know how everything works. What is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to recommend the article because I'm not going to go into the details of it because it's quite long, but I found it really helpful and insightful just about the way humans all experience pain and loss and grief. And to me, even though it sounds super sad, it's actually, in the end, I think you can take a lot from it and learn a lot about our the human condition. Yes. So I anyway, was, I just wanted to recommend Yes. That. I love it. And I was, it reminds me, I just was reading this today that there is, the other day, yes, really, but uh, it was on how we judge people's, we think that people who are nicer and kinder are happier, and that's incorrect, that morality is linked to happiness, and it shouldn't be. You know what I mean by that? Yeah, I'm processing that. Yes. So kindness is not correlated with happiness. Correct. So they, they, in this study, they gave, they read a story to participants where there was a mean character who experienced a lot of good feelings. And then there was a nice character who experienced few. And when they were asked about the rating, the happiness of each character, they rated the nice character who experienced no, not very many positive feelings as happier. Even, and Why would someone be mean if they're happy though? Well, like, that's would- the thing that that is what the problem is that we associate, we're evolved to feel good in helping other people. And so we correlate helping other people with the feel good feeling, but that's not in actuality true. There are people who that's, so what it is saying is that how we observe happiness and how yeah. we like, so, you know, I could be a sad person, but maybe I'm like a, uh, a people pleaser who's out there like doing a whole bunch for other people, but then maybe like in, in, uh, out like not, and not taking care of myself and it's not. Okay. So you happier. can be kind and unhappy, but can you be mean oh. and be happy? Ooh. Why would you be? mean if you're happy like who's working at a soup kitchen and then is like <laughs> no, unha- the or, no the opposite like okay. who's yelling at like a who's, cashier or waitress and then is but is super happy maybe maybe a lot of people. maybe 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 some people mm. yes i just pictured the uh-huh. person that i think is like that. i yeah i know yeah i so, think we are thinking of maybe i the think same so person. too <laughs> that's really funny our puzzle pieces went in together. Yep. And it was like, click, 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 click. I saw oh, that moment when we hit, had the light bulb. If I'm happy, I'm not going to be mean to someone. But I think you're right. Some people are. Oh. Interesting. Uh, almost. Yeah. This, that, that. That needs to be. But you have to be a real asshole. Right. To be like sure happy do. inside and still be mean to someone. Yes. Yeah. Right. So well, I thought that was interesting. So, you that know, a little, little reminded me of that. And, fun fact. And fun fact. But 
All oh, right. Yeah. So moving on. Anywho, uh, but you know, being nice to people I does am, make you feel good. So p- keep doing that, people. I'm going to show you the picture of that telescope. Um, it's telescope two. That picture that I'm putting up for people. This is where a cable um, fell, and this is in Puerto Rico on one of those. You know those gigantic telescopes that they they look like a a bowl. A big bowl outside. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those things. Mm -hmm. And there was just this article about how, like, it's so tragic that this cable fell and broke the whole fucking thing. Can you see the picture? No, Do you see it the didn't damage? come through. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Let me see. In fact, I had to Google all of these because none of them did. You were... <laughs> oh, my no. God. I probably did that thing where you think you sent it, but you didn't. Oh, probably. Oh, here, I'm going to do it right now. You're like, yeah. none of these do. Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't want to, like, you know, call you, your attention said. to it. Bingo! Now I see. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the exact picture I would like. Look at that. <gasps> okay. Oh, God. And so, like, any sort of nerdy person is, like, traumatized by this. I do feel traumatized by that. Like, it's just a cable fell on it. And, but, but it was why a really do I feel so t- traumatized by that? It does look just like destruction. Shame. They said they to can't science. repair it. <gasps> I'm mourning this stupid telescope. Oh, R.I.P. But you know what? I'm going to, here's going to be my, po- my, my positive reframe or my growth mindset here. Okay. Growth mindset. Uh, a lot of, you know, you know, and I feel like NASA says this or like, I don't know, this happens. Like a lot of the computer stuff and like the, the technology that they're using and like that looks like it's pretty old, you know. The so, telescope is from the 60s. Okay. But the, they were like real mad because the cable that broke was from the 90s and it's relatively new comparatively. Okay. So like, but maybe even cable. like from the 90s to right now with how technology has advanced. You know how like I won't replace... Yeah. You know, anything in my house. <laughs> right. Until it, that shit is broken. Like, I'm not getting a new phone until yeah. this thing does not. Okay. I should not have said that. Don't oh listen. Oh, my God. To don't anger it. God. It's already been up. So I shouldn't say that. Okay. I suppose I can't mouth act, acting up when we're on <laughs> the radio. But that's what I was saying. Um, in case you didn't hear uh, okay, now I'm distracted because I'm freaking out about my phone listening to me. Anyway, I get what you're saying, that, though. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like maybe it's like forced for, along. yeah, like we're forced okay. to kind of update it in the same way maybe we need to update some of the computers that other people, like things are, are oh, okay, the computer broke and to fix it. You know, last blah, blah, blah. thing before we cool down or whatever. Yeah. Um, cool do you want to, <laughs> or is it wind up? Wind. Or cool it down. Okay. Which apps? Just Would you know. rather know? more about Robert Frost's A Road Less oh. Traveled oh. poem. Uh-huh. Or my mom loves that poem. I shouldn't say that with my eyes rolled, but she would always just like, she like, she loves poetry. So does Ren. I'm, I need to get it's into nice. it. Yeah. yeah. Or pretend. Or <laughs> I'm not good at that. Um, no, you're not. Or do you want a guide to self-awareness? Well, What's I feel preference? like we've already answered the question. I'll take the guide one. to self-awareness, please. Okay. Since so, I'm the therapist that wants to understand themselves more and like we know all about that. 
This was on thecut.com, and it was that was mm-hmm. the title. It was something like a guide to self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about how human beings have two levels. One is where you internally know your true self, where you know who you are and sort of what makes you tick. And then separately, we have a sense for how people perceive us. Uh-huh. And it's two different skills, I guess. <clears throat> so they were talking oh, about they how... sure are. A lot of people really don't have any idea how they're perceived by others. And we have like misguided ideas about how people perceive us. And so they were talking about how, for example, if they have an interaction, they did a study where they had people interact and then say like whether they thought the other person liked them or all of that jazz. And it said overall the subjects enjoyed the interactions less when they had an accurate view of how they were perceived. So when they had a high level of self-awareness, like when you sense like, oh, that person's like not into me, it's like gets Uh you down. That ignorance really is bliss, that we're happier when we really don't have any idea what other people think So we probably, as a self-protection mechanism don't want to know what other it's like choose it's like willful ignorance we choose to ignore did you already say that word or did i that pop into my head oh okay there you go that that like i feel like that is it it said people tend "Mm." to like individuals who have accurate self-perception so if you knew like Uh what people really thought of you i would like you better but is that like to a certain point and then because I feel like you can't go too much into self-deprecating. Like It didn't say there were limitations to it, but it okay. said individuals tend to enjoy their own relationship with more people they believe see them in desirable ways. So like we like it when other people get their own flaws and weaknesses and <sighs> how they're perceived. But like we really don't. I don't want other people really, to get, catch Yeah, on. we want to just think everyone loves me and I'm happy so they're kind of encouraging you to accept that some people yes. don't like you and maybe don't like certain things about you and that's okay. And here think it's it's not not everybody is going to connect on every like yeah. level on everything. My mom used to always say, oh, but she it was so cute. She and you know, I even use this with clients that your friends are like it's like a treasure chest. And, you know, Mm -hmm. to have a really beautiful, rich treasure chest that looks awesome and is like, check this treasure out, you want it to be like a variety of stuff. And so Mm -hmm. all of your friends are important and they're all these special gemstones, but some of them are rubies and some of them are diamonds. And sometimes if you're wearing one outfit, you put on the sapphire necklace. And if you're wearing another, you, my mom was a warder of style. So there was a lot of fashion (laughs) metaphors in our house. So it says it worked. Heavily filtered Instagram, we'd rather people see a better version of ourselves, even if that version isn't quite accurate. Um, well, duh. But self-aware people were doing things differently. Um, they I would want almost, people who are close to me to know the real me. Yeah, and it it gave a tip. It said self-aware people did something that the other people didn't. Here's what they did. Instead of asking why they would ask themselves, what? So what skills do I need to do to build a better future? What don't I know? Like kind of just opening yourself up to like improvement and feedback that might not always be 
pleasant. That makes me think about that thing that we were talking about last week about the personality traits. And I think it was using, oh, open-minded people used less verbs. And how if you switch to using more verbs of like doing, what am I going mm-hmm. to do? Yeah, it's that, very that, similar. Yeah. And that okay. like is, the, is your receptiveness to new ideas and like. Because it know. said that um, why questions are emotionally charged, whereas what questions are rational and figure focused, making it easier to approach a problem objectively. So you can learn more about yourself that way and how to become better by asking questions that are what questions rather than why yeah. questions. What's going on here? What am I doing here? What's my role? What can I do differently? What, what is this person I, action need? Yeah. Action. Yeah. So Let's wind Not it down. Not why. Oh, I love that. Ah, nice tip. Yeah. Ah, aliens were here. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> buildings can walk. Sarah named something a squeak a chew. <laughs> okay. Also, can you please use that joke with Lincoln? Because that is going to kill. Yes. Like, it's, feel free to to. Like, I'm going to film it. You like word it however you'd like. Oh, I wasn't even going to say that, but you know, do that too. Um, but like, however you'd like. Like, what, 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 what kind of Pokemon? I don't know. He's gonna. Okay, I'll work on it. You're the comedian. I'm. This is <laughs> this is what I do. I come with, and then you make the action happen. We've come up with a TV show idea called Real World Farm, featuring only mice, <laughs> only mice, and other scariers. Also, Susie is a cartoon villain, or <laughs> in real life. And then we realized that there are cannibal mice in the Andes. Oh, my gosh. So good to know on that. This was a real mouse-heavy episode, which is a nice break. Now, it's a nice uh, balance to my snake-heavy episode that I did a while back. And poop. It's always good to take a poop break as well. Yes. But we did get a shout-out from somebody who works in a, like, like some, the... Colonoscopy center, or whatever. Somebody who works some, with poop was is a like, big fan. This is they are accurate and they are up to date. And so, remember how we always say, like, well, of course you know, you remember uh, how we're like, dog. They must be rolling our eyes at us and being like, no, no, we that's got confirmation. One, yeah, that's one subject we've really mastered. Which yeah, is nice. mastered the poo subject. Subject of and, shit. Uh, yeah, RIP telescope, and then oh, that is ask sad. yourself some what questions. Yeah, I like that. Good advice, Suze. Thanks for teaching yeah, us. We learned. We laughed a lot. We learned a lot today. I love it. Oh, laughed so much. Oh my god, I got new wrinkles from it. I don't even care. It's worth and it. And Sarah worth cried. It. it was a real emotional roller coaster. Oh my coaster. god, emotional roller coaster. Right? Maybe I'm the one who is in fact <laughs> Wait, high on um, emotional or what Bible. is it? goes west i gotta promote the episode with that okay don't forget to uh like uh what how's it go subscribe leave us a five-star review yeah how's it go oh my god you know why because my son watches so much youtube i was gonna say say, the kids know it better than we do make sure to hit subscribe i'm like what is happening right now i I don't know how to do that oh we'll uh we'll see you next time everybody right bye bye did you know that everyone has an aura do you know what color your aura is maybe you have a fiery red personality or a quiet and calm blue or green you could be an organized and methodical yellow or an explosive purple 
Come join me, Mystic Michaela, on my podcast, Know Your Aura, to find out all about how your personality can be explained in colors. 